Hello, welcome back to another episode of Inside the Tank. I'm your host, Tyler Rains, and I'm joined by my, co- my co-host, Alex Fortadal, and my other co-host today, Cameron Capobianco. Gentlemen, thank you for joining the show today. How you feeling? Cap, it's been a while since we've had you on the show, so uh, welcome back, my friend. Thank you for having me, and I uh, just want to say right now, go Canada, go, because today is the day. <laughs> Wrong yeah. show for that. Wrong exactly. show for that. No, but, hey, well, listen, it doesn't matter what show that. you're on. It doesn't matter what show you're on. When Canada's about to qualify, it's all that matters. It's an and Italy, time. Think about it. Canada's going to qualify, not Italy. That's kind of insane. If <laughs> that is sad in my world. That's incredibly sad. Um, it's an incredible time for Canadian sports. Let's say that. And a, and a 50-50 for Cap. 50 50 for you absolutely 50 50 for you but we got a lot to talk about yeah we've got a lot to talk about that we definitely do we're gonna go over the games from this past week you may notice that this is going up a little bit early and that's because uh, now we actually have a new recording time so we are going to be recording it on sunday nights and it's going to be up right for you monday morning you can go and wake up to us talking aimlessly about the steelheads which is going to be fun um Couple I feel so things. bad for the kids. I feel so bad for the kids. <laughs> Their parents drinking some coffee and then they hear our annoying voices like, Mom, who is that? I don't know. <laughs> it's it's the two know. guys that talk steelheads constantly. And occasionally the third um, guy who feels like showing up. Can't have that exactly. exactly. <laughs> so you may notice that um that Alex doesn't have his camera today. So he's going through a little bit of technical difficulties, which is fine. Oh, yeah. I'll point the elephant in the room out, but Oh, well, wow. you already did. So thank you for that. <laughs> yeah. 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 Um, yeah. But we're, we're still going to have cameras. a pretty good <laughs> conversation regardless. So, uh, you know what? Let's look into Thursday's game against Peterborough. They needed that win really bad. Really bad. It. And they got it. Asking you shall yeah. receive. You asked for a win. Exactly, Cap. You asked for a win from these guys. They don't disappoint a lot of the time. Well, well okay. okay. Listen, listen. In terms of that win, that, that wasn't the greatest win. No, it was it a was win, a, but they were they were losing win. to Peterborough. It was a comeback win. It was a little bit sloppy, but it was a win. You know, you can't complain with with a win, right? The top six did virtually nothing except for Zach Laval getting an assist. But you know, the first line did nothing. Uh, the left wing and center of the second line didn't do anything. You know, in terms of points, in terms of scoring, right? Which yeah. that, that, that's not great when you're facing you know a low ranked team in Peterborough. Those guys have to be sharp, and they weren't sharp, except for Lavoie, because he did get an assist That's on true. That, So, And yeah. also, Vander, Xander Vecchia had a goal in an apple, I believe. Yeah, and Dylan Gordon did, yeah. got his first OHL goal. Shout out to Dylan Gordon. I was, was going to say, yeah, milestone alert. Dylan Gordon got his first OHL goal, which is always exciting. So I was mm-hmm. uh, I was pretty excited to see him get in on the action. Especially, um, you know, it was a pretty big win in Peterborough, as we know. Mm-hmm. Um, but just to see guys who aren't necessarily like big point guys. Like, you know, Michael Stubbs had two points. He had a goal and an assist. Max, Max Dodig, Dodig had yeah. two assists. Yeah. Like to see those guys getting in on the play is something that, you know, you'll absolutely love to see. It shows depth. Exactly. That's what it shows, right? It shows depth. So for, for people who say that the Steelheads don't have a whole lot of depth, this is living proof. This is living proof. And no matter the, the opponent. Yeah. The three of us can say that. I mean, and, and cap, I think, um, you know, the, the last few games, I think you can speak for that as well. Um, this team is incredibly deep. Absolutely. No, you're not wrong there. And it's like, it's, it's crazy to think that like just, just three weeks time, basically that the regular season's going to end playoffs are going to start. This is the time where they're going to start determining playoff matchups because 
there are a lot of teams in, I, I think that Niagara hasn't been eliminated yet. They No, sorry. They no, haven't Niagara. been. Um, Peterborough um, hasn't, Peterborough hasn't been eliminated yet. So they're going to play spoiler. And Peterborough. Yeah, exactly. Peterborough is three is, is, is within three points of the last playoff spot exactly, behind yeah. Sudbury. Uh, I'm surprised Niagara hasn't been mathematically eliminated yet, but I don't know, they're, still, for some reason. they're still walking, even though they're lumber and old and tired. Yeah. It's it's going to be interesting because I mean, as we come down, there's not counting today's game um, against the North Bay battalion, which we're going to cover on next week's show. There are five games left in the regular season and only two out of the five games are at home. The other ones are in Ottawa, North Bay and uh, Oshawa, which you know, it's it's great to see that we finally had a good rest of the season um, because at one point, I remember everybody was just like, oh, we might not get a rest of the season. You know, so I'm happy to see that yeah. everything's going according yeah. to plan. Yeah. So, uh, knock on wood. But <laughs> everything well, province everything is opening seems up, to be, right? Yeah. So, you First know, all, I just it's, a, say it's, it's a very forward. decent time right now, you know, so, yeah. First of all, I just want to say, as before we go forward, Rain, shout out to you for knocking on your head as one. <laughs> that's <laughs> the only thing that we did. I didn't notice that. Oh my yeah. goodness, that, that's. I funny. noticed that as he was coming. I was like, I didn't notice that. That's really funny. That's, Knock on wood. Whenever and Rain's on. the the story behind that, like whenever whenever um my mom used to say knock on wood, she'd always knock on her head, and I'm just like, wait, what? But your skull's not wooden. Okay. What and kind of wood is like ma- mahogany, oak? Like, what are we talking here? That's I'm why whenever, really whenever somebody, even when I'm at the rink, whenever someone says knock on wood, I'm just like, oh, yeah, knock on my head. I just, <laughs> I just knock on my leg. Honestly, yeah, I don't, really, I, I don't, I don't even say that saying much. I you probably know, bone, should. bone is the closest thing to wood. Bone, well, in your body, sure. <laughs> I mean, yeah. yeah. Um, yeah, but, yeah. Yeah, I mean, sorry to get off track there, but yeah. I, no, I mean, fine, got, I started it. You got four out of eight. Teams. Oh, actually, you know what, uh, Alex? Mm-hmm. Peterborough is ahead of Sudbury by three points now. They uh, must have got the win last night. I think they got the win they last must night. Must have gotten the win last so, night. So, yeah. Four out of eight teams in the Eastern Conference have clinched. Four mm-hmm. out of eight teams in the Western Conference have clinched. Which means that theoretically, Niagara and Saginaw have basically been eliminated from playoff contention it's basically unofficial it's officially unofficial yeah like um, you, they, there's between ninth place and tenth place in the eastern conference sudbury's got 50 points niagara's got 42 difference of eight eight points. and real and realistically uh it's i believe 11 point difference between the last playoff spot and peterborough and niagara so unless they win every single game and peterborough loses every single game that's realistically probably the only way uh, the Ice Dogs could get into the playoffs, which then they would probably be smoked. Um, which probably, so. am, like, it's probably my, like impossible in a way. Like, people, I never, I don't know if we were. Nothing's impossible because, like, Niagara yeah. throughout the year have shown signs of pure brilliance, but, you know, but it, their team is so young, right? Like, yeah. that's why they, you know, that, you know, that's why they brought in a veteran, an aggressive veteran, you know, like Liam Van Loon, even though he's barely, even though he's put like six games with them because he's been suspended for a majority of the time or whatnot. Yeah. You know, like like next year though, like I think I think they'll be much better, you they know, will. because they had that experience. And the same will go for Mississauga's rookies, because especially throughout the second half, they've looked like inexperienced players. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you know, they they've got to pick that up. And I mean, we were talking to Jr. the three of us, uh, not that long ago, when I think it was uh, the the week before this, last Friday, 
he was talking about how this team needs to get back into their ways and play their system better. And they've ever since that night, they've done so much better at, while well, they've looked more comfortable, they've done a lot better at playing their own game. You know, it's, this is the Steelheads team that we know and love. They're starting to get back into it. You know, yeah. They're in third place in the Eastern Conference right now, which is, that's fine because they're only one point behind North Bay, which they're playing today. Um, for, the, for the division title, yeah, basically, for, right yeah, now. Yeah, for the Central it's Division that close. title. It's that and, close. And uh, yeah. Hamilton's in first with 87 points, for the record. No one's beating Hamilton. Um, <laughs> North Bay's got 78. So nobody's beating Hamilton. It looks like they are going to finish off like the top team in the league, which, no surprise. I mean, <laughs> no surprise. Yeah. It, it is what it is. But it's something that JR said the other day kind of hit hit at like a different nerve with me is that it's playoffs. And it, it, it just kicked in that like, yeah, we've this so close to playoffs that like the last six games of the regular season, treat them like playoff games. Oh, absolutely. And the last game we went to, of course, was when uh, Kingston came to town. That was yeah. on Friday. That was after their Thursday game uh, in uh, Peterborough. That was a low scoring game where it was very evenly matched. And honestly, that's perfectly fine because, or at least it's fine with me because of the way they've been playing for the past two months, they were losing to teams like Kingston. And yeah. in some instances, <clears throat> uh, they weren't close in shots. They weren't close in quality chances of scoring, right? Or in, or in terms of overall consistency, right? But that Friday game against Kingston was contested. It was close. The shots were close. The quality of the scoring changes were there for both sides. You know, it was a close game that had to go to overtime, right? Mississauga lost in overtime, but you know what? They still got a point from it, right? But those are the but those are the kinds of low scoring games that, funny enough, we interviewed Jr. right after that game, and he said that's the playoffs. They're low scoring yep. games, and that was a prime example of what the playoffs will be like, right? And you know, they you know they face a team like Kingston. They're a really good team, right? You know. The only difference between Mississauga and Kingston right now in the stands are, are, is literally one win, two points. Yep, exactly. So, it's, it's so close between the three teams. It's ridiculous. Like, you look at standings aside, these teams, these three teams, North Bay, uh, Mississauga, and Kingston, have been battling for second place basically all year. And you look at the talent that's on each, each of the teams, you look at the way that they perform, it's, you know, it's going to be a dogfight. And that's exactly what you expect playoffs to be like, right? So these last six games, they're close. They're just like playoff games. And I would expect that at the end of the season, when it's all said and done, they're ready for the playoffs because they're preparing for that playoff mentality. And I think that's just the way that you have to do it. Going into um, the game against Kingston, uh, on Friday, Cap, that was your first time seeing Shane Wright. I wanted to get your thoughts on him first, just to. Well, I think I was talking with Alex during the game. Yeah. We were sitting down at the game, and I was talking to you how I noticed how he's really like a two way player, like how he gets yeah. defensively involved, mm-hmm. but also he can be an offensive player. And we were saying to his hands, his shot, his skating, everything was there. Was just what makes him in my the number one pick for this year's draft. That's and I saw why he he. So many people are saying he's going number one. He's going number one. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I agree. And I mean, honestly, but um, the, he did have a goal in that game, which obviously, you know, you love to see that. Um, as a hockey fan, but, not just a, a Steelhead fan, but yeah, as exactly. a hockey well, fan, yeah. cool As a Steelhead fan, you hate to see it. 
Like you hate to see I, it, but as a hockey fan, you get to see the potential first overall pick score. You know, it's, it's exactly cool. it's it's, it's cool. not often that you get to see a first overall pick score, but you know what Projected they did first overall. Bit. Yeah, that that uh, this Steelheads team did an amazing job at shutting down Shane Wright for the most part. You barely saw him on the ice, and when he did, that's true. Yeah, that, majority of the game. Yeah, yeah, they were when shutting he him did down. Get playing well. time, he they cut him off, basically cut the head off the dragon, and said, you know, we're not going to allow you room. And that's exactly that's what you true. have to do. When you've got a player like that who can create his own space out of nothing, you've got to choke the fire out and take that space away from him so he can't get creative. But and that's the exactly good, what they did. Yeah. Oh, Go. no. Oh, no. Oh, absolutely. And the funny thing is, like, like, it wasn't even just in Friday's game against Kingston. I think all season long oh, yeah. they've been taming Shane Wright incredibly well. But in the case of Friday as to why they lost – they have such good depth, Kingston. They have such good yeah. experience depth, right? Uh, and that's sadly something I think Mississauga lacks, experience depth. Mississauga has depth, but, you know, in terms of the quality of their experience, right? Because, you know, yeah. Stubbsy, Mike Stubbs has played multiple seasons in the OHL. Owen Beck hasn't, right? Xander Vecchia hasn't. Zach Lavoie hasn't, right? And Owen Beck was a player who I think he played a great game, but... He hit the post so many times, right? Speaking you know? of, he was the he was the player that had the lone goal for the Steelheads. He is, and it was a very good goal. It was uh, a great yeah. pass by Kai Schwint oh. on that two-on-one play. That was a great saw, goal. If I'm not mistaken, we saw almost, I believe, a similar goal on the Kingston side. That yeah, it was almost like right almost the goal. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, almost identical. Had shot by the way. Shout out Roman Bazrin for. What an amazing played game. A great game. Oh, he, played a great yeah, game. Played a great game. That's one thing that I've always continued yeah. to say, Cap, to, to Alex this season, is that um, these goalies that we have, we are so lucky that we have a good goalie tandem because they've played their hearts out the entire season. And there's not one moment where I'm just like, oh, man, I wish we had like Brett Brochu. You know what I mean? Like these guys have. Yeah, or, we had, or we had a different goal. Yeah. yeah, these guys have just played their hearts out, and I couldn't ask any more of them. You know, that's, yes. that's what they did. So, I mean, I'm, I, we're so incredibly lucky to have two amazing goalies who, you know, night in and night out, stop the puck no matter what. And I want to say this, the last time I saw the Steelers game, I never saw, I forget who the goalies were at the time I went, but there was no, there was no Joe Ranger. No, <laughs> Joe, Joe Merdaka. Joe Merdaka was the last Joe time. Yeah, that's why I was. <laughs> yeah. But um, I want to say this, I never seen Joe Ranger play live until I went to yep. my, my first game. Like, I want to say, I forget how long old. ago it was. It's going to be like ago, two months ago now. Two months ago, I went. Two ago, I think yeah. it was Subbury the first game or Barry. It was one of the two. Yep. We're first mm-hmm. in town. And then I went when I went to go watch that. And then before that, actually, all, the only thing I watched was when COVID was a thing, which hopefully still technically is, but you know. Still technically yeah, is, but not going yeah. does it come more serious again. It's, it's, it's not, not as serious. Right yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But the first time, like, again, I was watching highlights on the Your TV Quinty YouTube of Joe Ranger playing in that Hasty Peace Cup with Trent and the OJHL. And I saw. Kind of what I've seen him play throughout the season, the same kind mm-hmm. of style that he had mm-hmm. playing now with Saga. So, yeah, I a agree. very, a very big butterfly goalie. Yeah, yeah, like, like you know what? Because funny thing is, Bruin Bazrin, very tall guy. Like he fills up the net incredibly well. He's more of a hybrid, right? But when you see Joe Ranger play, he's like he's not short, but he's not super tall as well, right? He's so, like a, like an average, like in the he's like. He's he's like an average like six six like, yeah. like six like five eleven six right which is yeah. you know perfectly fine but you know he's a butterfly goalie so he's able to to move side to side downward you know vertical yeah. up and down very well right so yeah it's incredible um, before we look ahead and continue talking about the Steelheads and how incredible their season's been 
Uh, it's time for our favorite part of the episode. And you know what that is, Alex. You've been here long enough, Cap, and I'm pretty sure you know what it is too. So One time. I know that you, Alex, I know that you collect a lot of sports memorabilia. And Cap, I know that you have a lot of jerseys and you have actually some signed photos in your room. You, you're not there right now. But what if I told you guys that there's one place that you can get it at an affordable price and it's just amazing quality and great products? I would fully believe you because that is what CW Sports Memorabilia does for sports fans out there. Our good friend Charles Warburton, uh, who some of you may know as the official photographer for the Mississauga Steelheads, runs an incredible sports memorabilia business called CW Sports Memorabilia. He, um, uh, like honestly, Tyler, like the amount of stuff that he has in stock is absolutely incredible from signed jerseys to signed pucks, to signed sticks, to, st- uh, you know, to sign photos, like sign signed photos, signed uh, mini helmets. Like, you yeah. know, it's, and, and the thing is, it's, it's, the thing is he has more than just hockey. He has football. He has baseball, all his baseball stuff. I'm envious. Anything that you can stuff. dream up, any sport that you can basically dream up. He's got it. He's got a little something for everybody. So if you're looking for great gift ideas for, you know, your niece, your nephew, your son, daughter, anybody who, you know, maybe your mom or dad, Father's Day is coming up in June. Uh, Mother's Day is coming up in May. It's Easter. Maybe, exactly. Easter. Buy, a, jer- buy a, jer- buy a jersey for the Easter bunny. If Just say, looking- hey, what's your size? Don't be a leaf fan. If you're looking for some great gift ideas, CW Sports Memorabilia is the number one spot to go and get anything that you need from signed pucks to autographed artwork, anything from framed jerseys and everything in between. It is an amazing place to go and get it. Super affordable. And Alex, I think that you and I can both can both vouch for this. If you want to get your jerseys framed, like I have this, uh, this beautiful, beautiful Mississauga Steelheads jersey. You can't see it. It's on the other side of the wall now. Um, that is autographed. If you want to go and get your jerseys framed, he can do it at such an affordable price. And it's just the highest quality everything that you can find no honestly like and the funny thing is compared to other brands you know across ontario or, or in or in the greater toronto area other stores that may do framing it's not even close in terms of the quality and the price that cw sports memorabilia offers uh he does incredible incredible stuff absolutely and you know what the best part is gentlemen if you message charles with code pro shot then you will get 10% off your first order. Yes, you did hear us correctly. That is 10% off your first order with CW Sports Memorabilia. So definitely go and check them out. We are going to link their uh, social medias down in the description and you can go and check them out. But until then, thank you very much, CW Sports Memorabilia, for sponsoring this episode. Gents, let's move on to our next segment, which is the look ahead. We have the game against North Bay today, and then we have a couple more games coming up this week. I just want to say this right now. Isn't mm-hmm. t- there's another number one or another top prospect, I guess, going into is it, I believe this year's draft or next year's draft, I believe, in Ty Nelson is coming to town. He's right? this yep. year. He's yep, 2022. Year. Yes. He's, de- he's a certified first round pick. Absolutely. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Listen, you know, this game today, because of course we're fit because we're recording this uh, before the game on Sunday. This is an incredibly important game. This not only has playoff. Uh, playoff conditions uh, with it in terms of the result, but it has the central, central division, division title. title is on the line. It's basically on the line right here. Uh, of course, North Bay is up one point against Mississauga. Win would move Mississauga up to first in the central division. Of course, this win wouldn't wouldn't you know certify them. You know it wouldn't confirm them to be the 
division champions, but it's one step closer, you know, giving them the lead and then they have to work hard and separate themselves from North Bay, who I'm actually genuinely curious as to who North Bay plays next. I'll take a look at that maybe later after. It's, it's incredible. To, it's incredible to think about because I mean, this was a team that, excuse me, in the 1920 season, dead last. Dead they were pretty last bad in the league. They were in terms of the first half. So bad. Yeah. And now really they're, bad. they're second in the uh, third in the league right now. Third in the league compare, you know, in a season's time, right. Losing, uh, a guy like Thomas Harley. <laughs> Love that guy. Who's, who is one of the best, uh, defensemen in the OHL in 1920, probably the best uh, skating defenseman in 1920. Yep. And now look at, and you know, and now look at it, right. You know, this both teams are drastically different, I would say, but I mean, I think I still think that they've done some pretty, pretty solid battles this season back and forth. Oh, absolutely. And I think that it's, you know, today's going to be no, no difference. We're going to be watching the game from home. Um, so we will be watching big brothers always watching. Um, <laughs> we're going to be watching the game from home. So it's going to be, it's going to be a pretty interesting one. I think, um, if the Steelheads can shut down Brandon Coe, Ty Nelson, Dallin Wakely, and get in Verbetich's head early, I think it's going to be a win for them. But, you know, you can never count on them to uh, just dominate North Bay because you never know what's going to happen. North Bay, some games, they come out flying. Like, you look at that first game of the season, I think it was against... Uh, or the, Well, not the first game of the season. Early in the season, the first time they faced North Bay got absolutely dominated and that's something i had to watch out for right but you look at the games that were previously the matchup has been more even in terms of how they played in terms of how you know the steel has bounced back from being down 3-1 or things like that like it's it's just a lot more evenly matched i think and North Bay has a has a very fair amount of reliance on Joe on oh, yeah. Joe Verbetich, right? You know, Montreal drafted player. You know, he was drafted for a reason. He wasn't drafted only for his size. He's what six six. Like he's yep a, a goalie of tremendous uh, stature, oh, he's, right? He's incredible. You know, I mean, and and he's a very the thing, good right? goalie. Mm-hmm. So I think uh, Joe Ranger's getting the start today. I would think so, unless they're going to play Roman passing three times in a row, which they have done in the past, but due to some backlash by fans and also myself in terms of criticizing, I wouldn't necessarily do that. I would think Joe Ranger would have a start today. I would think he would, yes. I, I think it, it doesn't matter who you play. You're going to have two solid goalies in the net. So I, I That's don't true, but then again. Super, I don't like, expect no. this to be a super high-scoring mm-hmm. game, but it's going to be very, like, I, I think it's going to be very tense in terms of, like, clogging up the neutral zone, getting those scoring chances. It's going to be a low scoring game. I think don't take my word for it, but only because the goaltenders are both very solid. But if you can find a way to get in Verbetich's head early, then there might be a different story. I agree. I think, I think realistically, the only way Mississauga can come out with a victory uh, against North Bay is if they strike first, right? If they crack, if they crack the wall of Joe Verbetich, because because if he plays a, a shutout period, a shutout first period, he's gonna he's gonna sustain that, right? Cobra Kai, strike but hard, it, strike know, first, no mercy. Kai, Cobra Kai, exactly, right? <laughs> you know, like it's all about being able to strike first on on him, and they have the firepower to do so. But listen, and the funny thing is, like for the whole second half, really, whenever they have a power play or, or whenever they are, you know, you know, or whenever they're on a, th- a three on two or a two on one, right? 
their their shot selection has to be careful here because they are shooting the puck and their enemy you know and their opponent players are always blocking shots they're blocking so many shots it's absolutely insane and you know i don't want to say that it's just on their opponents blocking shots i feel like the steelheads could be taking a, a tiny bit better uh, into you know, or, or you know they could be doing a tiny bit better in terms of their shot in terms of their uh, shot selection reaction time or whatnot just you know but of course those are small instinctive things right just making sure they're staying sharp their reflexes are good you know you, you know the, you know their hockey iq and their overall timing on things is is sharp right because these are critical games and north bay is a team that blocks a lot of shots big bodies experienced you know full of veterans you know they're going to block some shots so they got to be careful here about their sh- about their shooting no i agree um and i think it's shooting i think recently you you look at the quality of the scoring chances it's been good but it's like you said but not finishing. players Players on a team mm-hmm. like North Bay, where their defensemen have been known to block shots constantly from every team around the league, you've got to be careful with the types of shots that you're getting. Just make sure that they're hard on goal and that they're not getting in the way. You know what I mean? Um, so that's, you know, there, there's only so much you can do if you're the Steelheads, but I think that they, if they get in Verbenich's head early, then you've got a good shot at winning the game. And you know what? They've been playing pretty solid. I mean, we talked about it earlier in the in the episode about how uh, how crazy they've been playing, right? Out of their minds since the since the big team meeting, and it's it's been a lot better. So I think that the more that they get those shots on goal, the more that they play their hearts out like they have been recently, the better it's going to be. So uh, you know, we're running out of time because I just got the timer notification thing. Zoom. Um, but, gentlemen, I want to go over the keys to the game. We're going to go one each. Uh, Cap, we'll start off with you, and then we'll go to Alex, and then we'll go to me. So what do you think uh, oh. key, to, key to victory is going to be for this week? Well, I think, like you guys said, obviously the key to victory is start. Well, for me, I was like what we heard with of Leafs Reigns as we're diehard Leaf fans, and every time in the playoffs we always hear, we got to start on time. And I think that's what happens with the Steelers. Start on time and get in the offensive zone. Probably get shots on fast because the more shots you get, one's going to trickle on through before more come flying out of the gates in a way. So I'd say start on time and get shots going early. Yep. That's definitely a big pivotal, uh, pivotal point. Starting on time is the, is the way to go because I mean, there's, there've been times this season where they haven't been able to strike first. You know, they looked a little bit sluggish, but recently they've really picked that up. So Alex, we're going to go to you for, uh, for what you think they should do, not just for this game, but coming up this week. Well, first off, I I absolutely concur with what Cap said. Uh, I think it's just being able to take the quality chances that they have been having, especially in their last two games, right? I think the quality of their scoring chances have been good, but they have to finish them, right? They have to finish them, right? Um, if they want to win this game against uh, Joe Redick and the North Bay Battalion, score first. I think that will set the tone for it, right? Um, if the you know if the team's not doing great get some energy up right and the funny thing is we saw mike stubbs willingly easily just drop the gloves with uh, a kingston player had had an incredible fight and you saw the bench we were sitting right near the bench they were popping off right and then for the rest of the game it was heavily contested so much so it went to overtime you know 
It's just all about being able to stay consistent in terms of energy, energy and the quality of chances. And the fine, and the thing is like the quality chances, I'm not worried about them, not like, you know, creating good scoring chances. They've been doing that recently, but finishing them that, you know, like, like that's to me, that's been a long run issue for them this season. And again, I think that goes into their inexperience, uh, you know, you you know, as a, you know, as a, as a core overall, but of course with time, that's only going to get better. Like you know, next I year I, I I can't I can't wait to see what they do next year after drafting you know this incredible uh, draft class in the OHL draft. So as as excited as we are for next year, you got to focus one game at a time. You know, <laughs> absolutely. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> and I think that uh, my my major key to victory is just you know win one period at a time. It's like my dad always says every time that I'm talking on on the phone with him, and we're talking about the Leafs, he's like they need to win the game one period at a time. So go into it. Don't think about the second. Don't think about the third. If you're going into the first period, think about the first and how you're going to dominate in the first period. So it's kind of like Cap said, start on time, but also think about winning it one period at a time. So that's what's going to get them to win, not just today's game against North Bay, but this week. And I think they've done a great job so far at, uh, you know, they set a franchise record in wins against Peterborough on, uh, on Thursday with 35 wins. And I think, you know, they keep going. It's going to be second place for them in the Eastern Conference. And it may be a central division title once again. So I think that's going to be something to look forward to. For those of you who haven't already done so, definitely go and check out some games. Because coming up, it's playoff time. It's going to be really exciting. Everybody's going to want to go out to Steelheads games, especially because, you know, the final final games of the regular season are going to be wrapping up. Uh, playoff matchups are going to be determined and you're definitely going to want to go and see these guys. If not before the playoffs during the playoffs. So definitely make the time to go. Uh, Gentlemen, it has been a great episode cap. Thanks as always for jumping on with us, Alex. It's, it was great to talk to you once again. And if you haven't already done so, don't forget to hit that subscribe button hit the little bell notification for all future content and follow our social medias down below. As always, this has been your host, Tyler Rains, along with Cameron Capobianco and Alex Fortadol. Thank you very much for listening, and we'll see you next time.